Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 65 of Connection, Not Perfection. The podcast where parents and teachers can find ideas, strategies, and resources for connecting with teens. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so glad that you have joined me today. I am super excited to be talking to you guys about a ton of different YA books that either are on my to-be-read list in my Kindle wish list on my Kindle app, or are on a stack in my bedroom on my nightstand, or they're ones that I've already finished recently that I would just love to tell you about. So I will get to all things books in just a second, but I kind of want to give you a snapshot of what is going on with me right now and why I chose books for this particular week of Connection Not Perfection. So we are, as I'm recording, at the very end of the first full week of November, and it has been quite a week for my family because my daughter, who's our youngest, is in the marching band at the school that she goes to here in Frisco. Anyway, her school won the area championship for marching bands and they and the other three top bands from that competition moved along to the state finals. So I spent the early part of this week with her in San Antonio where In the Alamo Dome, they competed against many, many other schools from across the state of Texas. I think there were about 34 bands altogether out of the 250-some-odd 5A bands here in Texas. And 5A just is in reference to the size, in case you're not from Texas. And I'm not sure how other states do it, but kids from the same size school compete against one another. Anyway, all that to say, that was the first part of this week, and um, my daughter and her band did an amazing job. Um, There were also two other high schools here in Frisco who competed, and they did very well. Also, all of them made the top 12 finalists, and in the end, one of the other schools got third place, and my daughter's school got eighth, and the third school from here in our area Um, received 12th place. So we are just so proud of all those kids. And as you can imagine, we came back just enthusiastic and excited and absolutely worn out, which means that we are definitely all looking forward to the fall break that we're about to have at the end of the month. And then also looking forward to just in a few weeks, our winter break for the holidays. So I am sure you guys are starting to look ahead to those holidays as well. And I thought, What better way to relax over the holidays than to curl up with a great book and read? Of course, of course I would think that. So what I thought I would do is share some of the things that are on my wish list. I actually have a wish list that I keep on my Amazon app on my phone. I actually do a, a quite a bit of reading on my Kindle app on my phone just because I always have it with me and it's always available. In fact, this week I loved being in San Antonio with um, my daughter and I went as, as an observer. There were several lovely adults who went who chaperoned the kids and thank you so much to all those wonderful people who did that and took good care of the kids. So I went with a couple of other moms and November 5th was Tuesday and that was the second day of their competition. But I had been looking forward to November 5th for quite a while because three of my very favorite authors all had books coming out 
on November 5th. So I was so looking forward to that. And then I actually waited until we got home to download the first of them. But I definitely was looking forward to these three books. And I'm going to talk to you about those first. And then I'm going to talk to you about some books that are going to be coming up. Um, not until uh, I think the first is coming out in January at some point. So I'll, I'll read through that in a second. And then after I've done that, I will talk to you about some books that I've read recently that I have loved that I would love to share with you. In case you're looking for something to read over the upcoming holidays, or even I would say a lot of these might be really great gifts for your teens or the other readers in your life um, who enjoy young adult stuff. So I'm just going to jump in and get started with that. And the first book that I'm going to talk about is the first one that I downloaded and read from my the November 5th debut date, which is called The Guinevere Deception. And it is part of a new trilogy called Camelot Rising and is by Kirsten White. And she is a favorite of mine and has a couple of series already out there. One of them that's my favorite is her Paranormalcy series, and it's fabulous. But anywho, this one, The Guinevere Deception, is a retelling or a reimagining of the, um, the story of Arthur and Camelot and the Sword in the Stone and all those kind of great things told from the viewpoint of Guinevere. But there's a twist on it. I don't want to give away anything, but it was a really great read. I really enjoyed it. There are a lot of modern day issues that are woven into the story that might be familiar to some of you. Like I know for sure, like my kids and I watched The Sword in the Stone, the Disney um, animated show or, or movie. Um, I think that actually came out back when I was a kid. So this is Guinevere and she's traveling to meet Arthur for the first time, but she's not who she seems she is. And there are little hints dropped throughout the book that kind of indicate that maybe she doesn't even realize who she is necessarily. And we don't know who she is for sure yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to the next book in the series. I don't know what it's called or when it's coming out, but I will definitely be reading it. So The Guinevere Deception by Kirsten White, and that came out on November 5th, Tuesday earlier this week. Okay, the next book that came out on November 5th that I will definitely be reading is by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, and it is called Deadly Little Scandals, and it is the second book in her debutante series. The first book was called Little White Lies, and it's all about a girl from the South. Her name is Sawyer Taft, and the first book opens with her estranged grandmother coming to her very small, shabby home and introducing herself because she's never met her grandmother before. And her grandmother offers to pay for college and get set her up for life, basically, if she will live with her for nine months. And the other carrot that she holds out towards Sawyer is she'll have the opportunity to figure out who her biological father is if she goes with her grandmother. And part of going with her grandmother is being a debutante, which is a world that Sawyer is definitely not familiar with. So that setup is totally fun and is that whole rags to riches things. But what makes it really great is that there's another mystery that's involved. There's a kidnapping and just a whole mysterious underbelly of things that eventually starts to reveal itself as you go through the first book. Now, the second book also promises to have 
a lot of mystery and um, there's a super secret society that she's that Sawyer is invited to join. So it just sounds really fun and I am excited to read it. So again, that's Deadly Little Scandals by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Okay, the next book I am beyond excited. I think I've said the word excited like 50 times, but truly like it is so exciting to me that Maggie Stiefvater who is one of my very favorite writers ever. She just has such a lyrical, lush, descriptive writing style. She has a new book that came out on November 5th called Call Down the Hawk. And it is the first book in a trilogy called The Dreamer Trilogy. And it is a spinoff of her Raven Cycle series. And if you have not read the Raven Cycle, I would highly recommend that you read that first. I'm sure you wouldn't have to, to be able to jump into this book right away, because it is, I'm sure it's a standalone first book for this series. But the Raven Cycle was so beautiful and so complex. And the way that she wove the, wove the characters together and just the ways that she imagined this world of magical realism was beautiful. And so if, if you want just a really lyrical read where the language and the imagery that she puts forth is just stunning, I would say read the Raven Cycle series first. I'm imagining that this next book that is a spinoff is going to be just as beautiful. And it continues the story of one of the characters in the Raven Cycle, um, a boy named Ronan. And he is a dreamer. And when you hear the word dreamer, Ronan is not the kind of dreamer that you're thinking about. I don't want to, again, don't want to ruin anything, but that word needs something more than you could ever imagine. So you just have to go through and read the Raven Cycle and then Call Down the Hawk. Or if you just want to jump in with Call Down the Hawk, you can certainly do that. But I am super interested to see where Ronan's story goes next. He's a really complex, interesting character. Okay, so those are the books that are already out now that have been on my to be read wish list for months, actually, that I've been counting down the days until November 5th so that I could get to these. The next book that I would say that I'm really looking forward to that's coming out in the future comes out on January 7th of next year, and it is another book by Kirsten White. It is a completely different series than The Guinevere Deception that I talked about a moment ago, and it is the second book in her Slayer series, and it's a sequel to that first book called Slayer. And in this world that she's created, it is a continuation of the Buffy the Vampire world. So track with me here. So it is not about Buffy. It is about a girl who lives in Buffy's world after Buffy has conquered the vampires. And in this world, Buffy is not always viewed as the hero, especially by the heroine of this story. Her name is Nina. And her own father was killed protecting Buffy. So she is, Nina is, one of the last slayers in this world. And she has a lot of hard choices to make. And because of the way the world is kind of unfolding, there are actually some apocalyptic type threats that they have to face. That's all I'm going to say about it. But the first book, The Slayer, was super interesting and really drew me in. And so I, again, I'm excited to read Chosen, which comes out on January 7th. And then on March 3rd, two books come out. And 
They are both epic fantasies from two of my very favorite fantasy writers. The first one is a book by Cassandra Clare. It is called Chains of Gold, and it is the first in a series called The Last Hours. And it is another series that is set in the shadow hunter world that Cassandra Clare created in her previous series, which are, these are in chronological order within the books, not the order that they were released. So if that's a little bit confusing, just think about it the same way that the Star Wars movies were done, where episodes four, five, and six came before, were released before episodes one, two, and three. So hopefully that clarifies a little bit. Anyway, regardless of how they were published, the timeline of the books are, the first series would be The Infernal Devices, and the second series would be The Mortal Instruments. The third series would be The Dark Artifices. And this new series, The Last Hours, comes between her first and second series. And if, if this is confusing, I would just encourage you to go and take a look at my show notes. I have all this information there. And I'm also, uh, I also have links to all of the books. If you want to click on the links, it'll take you straight to Amazon. And just know that if you use my links, I do get an affiliate commission from that. Okay, so Chain of Gold, first in the last hours series by Cassandra Clare. And again, I love her Shadow Hunter world. Some of you may be familiar with the show. I think it was on the CW, maybe. I didn't really watch it. I always, of course, prefer the books to the movies, but the Shadow Hunter world is really fun and um, something that I would recommend that you read if you haven't already. Okay, the next author that I love that it writes epic fantasy, and I'm super excited about this brand new series that she has coming out. Um, her name is Sarah J. Moss, and the new series, the first book is called House of Earth and Blood, and the series is the Crescent City series. And from what I've been able to gather about it, it is a fantasy story and a murder mystery and a romance kind of all rolled up into one. This is a brand new world that she's in. It's different from her other series. And so I am really excited to see what she has created this time because her other two worlds in the series that she created in The Throne of Glass and in A Court of Thorn and Roses have just been fascinating. And then the last book that is right now on my wish list that is coming out in the future is one you may have heard of if you are a huge Hunger Games fan. So Suzanne Collins is going back to the world of the Hunger Games and all the districts with a book called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And it is set 65 years before the Hunger Games novels that we know, which would be 10 years after the games are imposed on all the districts by the capital because of their rebellion. So it's kind of taking a look back and giving us a history, a look at the history of it. And from what I understand, it's completely new characters. We're going to have just a completely new viewpoint of all the things that went on. Okay, the next set of books that I want to talk about are ones that I have already read and I highly recommend them. 
They are ones that I have found either are highly entertaining or interesting or thought provoking or just plain fun. And sometimes, especially over holidays, you want something that's just a quick, light, easy read. Some of those are like that, that I'm about to list. Other ones go a little bit deeper and I'll indicate which is which as I go through the list. The first one I wanna talk about is by Emily Robertson. It is near and dear to my heart because Emily is a good friend and it is called Lifestyles of Gods and Monsters. This is not so much the lighthearted, quick, fun read that I was mentioning before. This is very much an intense, exciting tale that is a retelling, actually, of a Greek myth, and it is a beautiful book, and I highly recommend it. I would say it is a quick read, and it has a lot of depth to it, and I think you'll really enjoy it. The next book that I read recently and really enjoyed was called The Darkest Star by Jennifer Armentrout. Now, I have a total writer's crush on Jennifer Armentrout. I pretty much love all of the young adult stuff that she has put out there, and The Darkest Star is a sequel to another book called The Burning Shadow, and they are part of her origin series. They're books one and two of that series, and they are a spinoff of her Lux series or Luke's series. I'm not sure exactly how she wants that pronounced, but anyway, it all has to do with aliens and romance and mysteries and kind of an apocalyptic earth event. It is a great story. She is snarky with it and there are lots of laugh out loud moments. And again, she is just one of my favorites and I am so happy that she has gone back to this world of... Um, the books that she wrote for the Lux series, which started with Obsidian. And I think that there are like five or six books in that series. So I will make sure to link to those in my show notes as well. But super fun. I really love her stuff. And I, again, I'm really excited that she has done this spinoff series. And now I'm anxiously awaiting for the next book, which again, I have no idea what it will be called or when it would come out. Okay, the other ones that I I have read fairly recently that I thought I would share are just really sweet, really fun, easy, quick reads. And what I love about it is I think there are six books altogether so far. I don't know if the author, her name is Anna Catherine Field. I don't know if she has any more planned. And I certainly love the premise of each one. They're sweet, lighthearted romance novels about kids in high school, very innocent and just good story, lots of fun. And it is her Ocean Grove series. And even the titles are fun. So we have the first book is called Finley and the Foster Brother. And the next one is Lucy and the Love Pact. And there's B and the Bad Boy, Nora and the Nerd, Olivia and the Older Boy, Sabrina and the Secret Santa. So just really fun, sweet ones. So I actually haven't finished Sabrina and the Secret Santa, but it promises to be just as sweet and fun as the other ones. Okay, the very last set of books that I'm going to talk about are ones that are available now. They may have been out for a while or they may have just come out fairly recently, but they're ones that are in my growing stack of, I definitely want to get to these at some point to read because they look really fun or interesting and intriguing. And the first in that stack would be The Forgetting by Sharon Cameron. 
And the next one would be The Rule of Many, which is actually a sequel to a book that I talked about in an earlier episode. I have a link to it, but that book was called The Rule of One by Ashley Saunders and Leslie Saunders. There is a book called The Beautiful by Renee Adia. I think I'm saying her name right. And then there's an author that I discovered. I've read a a couple of her things over the past few months who I really liked. And the next book of hers that I'm going to read is called Hearts Made for Breaking. And it's by an author named Jen Klein. And then there is a book that when I first made my notes for this podcast, I had it on the list as a to be read and I am actually reading it right now. It is called Damsel by Ilana K. Arnold. It is a National Book Award finalist and I think it was on the Michael Prince Award list as well. I think it's an honor book. I'm actually reading it right now and I have to tell you, I don't know if I recommend it or not. For the simple reason that because I really tend to speak a lot to parents and teachers of younger teens, I don't know that this is one that I would hand a younger teen unless we were reading it, definitely unless we were reading it together. It has a lot of symbolism and imagery in it that is very disturbing and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it and I'm anxious to see where the author is taking the story. I will say it's one of those that I can't wait to see what happens next. Like I have to know what happens next, but it's so disturbing that it's hard for me to pick up and and move on to the next page or the next chapter because it's just so um, harrowing and dreadful And it's a real commentary, I feel like, on society today as far as things like rape culture and misogyny and and the idea that women have to make themselves smaller in order to be attractive and lovable and acceptable to men. I will say it is definitely making me think quite a bit and it gives me the creepy crawlies as I go through parts of it but it is, it's very well written. So I will get back to you on that. Once I've finished, I will put something out there either by social media or in my next podcast about whether I do recommend Damsel or not. This is what I love about books. They make you think, they make you see things from different perspectives, but I will be the first to say that it is very important that we equip our teens to know how to deal with, with subject matter and topics like these in a way that's responsible and in a way that encourages growth. In fact, it is so important to me that parents and teachers are able to do that well, that I have created a resource called Questions for Any Book. And it is something that you can come to the show notes and grab and download if you would like to use that. And it's just a set of questions that are basic ones but then ones that you can dive deeper into if your kids are willing to, I guess I would say go there with you and really walk through some of these tougher topics or ones that are maybe more sensitive, deeper, all the things that you can do that with your teens and walk alongside them as they process what they're reading. 
So I am going to wrap up here so that I can get back to reading Damsel so that I can let you know about it. But I hope that this has been a helpful list for you that if you are looking for something to read with your teen or something just for you to enjoy or for just your teen to enjoy, you can take this list and really go through it and find something that interests you or something that you love. And again, I have all of these in my show notes. They are direct links to Amazon. So you can get on there, look and investigate and read more about the ones that I've suggested and and am intrigued by myself. So I would love to know if you choose any of these to read and what you think, what your thoughts are on them, if you like them, if you hated them, if you thought they were amazing or horrible or all the different things. And I'm sure I could talk to 10 of you and get 10 completely different answers about each one, which by the way, I love doing. I love, love, love talking about books, as you know. Okay, friends, from an ish girl, again, who is off to finish the very disturbing book, Damsel, it is all about connection, not perfection.